I cannot preach sitting down. Hello and welcome to What's On My Mind with Caden Wright. Today, get ready, cause we are gonna go on a journey. We are going to go on a fantastic ride. Welcome to the first Caden sermon on what's on my mind. Today's sermon is titled Love by Caden Wright. Also, normally I record my podcast sitting down in this giant comfy chair that I'll have to take a picture of and send it to you. But today I am standing behind that chair with my phone on the back of the headrest thing. Because I cannot preach sitting down. I have to be standing. It'd be nice to have a live audience to throw in a couple hallelujahs or amen, brother. But we'll just have to settle for an empty room and I'll just pretend like I'm talking to y'all live. Okay, let's get on with the sermon. Back in a long time ago, There was a guy named Isaac Newton. He was a great guy, discovered many things. But one of his most important discoveries, perhaps, was that of gravity. He linked the apple falling from the tree to the moon in the sky. And said that those two things were the result of the same force. Gravity. Like, people saw the moon in the sky, they saw it rotate around and stuff, and people had seen apples fall from trees before, but they had never put the two and two together until Isaac Newton. And this force, gravity, as it came to be known, is essentially the force two objects have towards each other. Every object this universe pulls towards another object in this universe. And there's this equation to figure that out, but I'm not going to bore you with it. Also, I don't really know the equation, so I couldn't tell you even if I wanted to bore you. Anyways, it's this attachment two objects have. You and I, we have a very, 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 very small amount, but we still have an amount of gravity between us, like literally, no matter where you are when you're listening to this, me and you have a gravitational force. You probably couldn't measure it, but it is there. Now, in the religious world, I like to think of this gravity as love. Love is the force that pulls all of us together. Think about it. I mean, like you and I, even though... We are far away. I'm not going to see you when you're listening to this, most likely. And even though I don't even know exactly who you are, we are still bound by love. I love y'all. You're my listeners, the homies. You're the family. They're what's on my mind family. We are tied together by love. Everyone is tied together by love somehow. It's 
a force we all have that ties us all together. There's a reason Jesus taught, love thy neighbor as thyself and love God. Okay, I got the two commandments out of order, but sue me, okay? I, I just came up with them on the spot and they got reversed a little bit. Anyways, there's a reason those are the two great commandments and there's a reason they've got love in there. That's There's a reason love is in the great commandments because it's very important. It's very important. So we've gone over one definition of love here, which is the attraction. It's actually a lot like gravity. The attraction two people have towards each other. Or what's the word? There's a, there's a better word for this. Not attraction. Care. That's another great word. Care two people have for each other. That can be mutual or it might not be, unlike gravity. But I hope most of the time it is mutual. But let's think about love in a little bit of a different context here. I mean, what kinds of love are there anyways? Because all love is not created equally, just like not all gravity is created equally. And not all love has the same effect just like not all gravity has the same effect, even though at its core, it's, it's really the same force. Like an apple falling from a tree and the moon going in a circle around Earth are two pretty different things, even though they're held together by the same force. Like the gravity on Earth that's holding us down is a lot more noticeable, a lot more important than... The gravity that's between you and me. That's not even measurable, probably. Okay, so what does this have to do with love? This is the lesson I get from it. You feel free to insert your own lesson here. In fact, insert your own lesson here. Just think for a second. Okay, what lesson have I learned from Caden's sermon so far? About love and gravity. Okay, I'll give you a second. Okay. I think that's long enough. If you want more time, you can always pause and then say out loud, I learned this lesson from Caden. But anyways, this is the lesson I learned from the little gravity thing I just talked about. The bigger the love, the bigger the impact. And that impact can be good or bad, depending on what that is you love. If you are loving, if you put a lot of your love energy towards productive, good, decent human beings who return that love back to you, well, that's a lot better than love directed towards inanimate objects like money or a nice car, or a computer, or a phone. A phone will never love you back. Inanimate objects cannot love you back. You can devote energy to loving them, but they will never return it back. The same is true with some human beings, which is why you gotta be careful who you're giving your love to. You can't just give your love to any person on the street. 
You can't just... you. There's a limited amount of love energy here. Because you are human. By definition, that means you have finite resources. So you've got to allocate those resources in the best fashion for you. And that will give the maximum benefit to other people. There's a balance here with love. You want to try and hit the sweet spot of greatest for me and greatest for others. That's kind of the... It's tricky to hit, but I believe it's possible. Personally, for me, I would suggest following the teachings of Jesus Christ. He had some great stuff about love. Just just in case you um, don't know who Jesus Christ is, he's the preacher or God or son of God or prophet or fictional character. Okay, he's not a fictional character, but I guess you can have whatever opinion you want. He is the guy... That gave those two great commandments I talked about earlier. The love God and love thy neighbor as thyself. Anyways, back to love energy and I had something with this. I had something I thought of a little bit ago and it has escaped me. So just please hold for a second. Find some more lessons. Maybe go back and re-listen while I think for a second about where I was going with this. Okay, I'm back. Commercial break's done. Okay, not really a commercial break, just Jeopardy music. But just go just go along with it, okay? Okay, love, energy, the where you give that love is very important. Actually, that brings up a really great question. How can you love everyone? Love thy neighbor as thyself, as Jesus put it. When I am telling you to allocate your love energy carefully. So there, that kind of brings up an important point. I think what Jesus means is don't be holding grudges against people. And have a mutual respect for everybody because they are humans. That's what I think he means. I don't think he means devote your time and love energy to people who are not going to give it back. Or to people who you shouldn't be associating with for whatever reason. That is how I think we can get around that little apparent dilemma, I guess. Okay, so, okay, thought I had it, but I guess I didn't. Trying to come up with a lost train of thought while singing Jeopardy music, music can be a bit distracting, but I want to get back into the, to the, the sermon, the screaming, the, woo, hallelujah, so I'm going to think of a direction to take this, and we'll see where it goes. Okay, love, don't love inanimate objects. At least, like, don't love them like you love humans. 
Okay, actually, this is an interesting thing. How do you know if a love for someone or something is getting out of hand? How do you know? Okay, I've got an equation that I think will help you. So, let's just imagine for a second that your love score is a number. You've got a love score and it's like, okay, it's the relationship between these two things you have and it's either positive or negative. So, you take the devotion you are giving out, the amounts of energy, time, whatnot, and you subtract that from the benefit you are bringing in. If you are not getting a net positive benefit for the love you are giving out to someone or something, then that is a negative number and that is bad. In other words, if you love something more than it loves you back, that's probably no bueno. So, but if you love something and it loves you back equally or it loves you back more, that's great. Keep going with that. Keep going with that. You're doing something good there. Let's see. Actually, I should tell you how this sermon got started. So, my cousin, um, she did something and then I said I have something funny I could say to that. So I started preaching this sermon about how unholy or whatever, like as a joke, whatever thing she was doing. I forget what it was off the top of my head. But I was joking, like, you need more Jesus. And then she's like, amen, hallelujah. And this is like hardcore atheist person, okay? And then she was like, you should do a sermon on your podcast. And I was like, what about it? It's like, love thyself and love thy neighbor. So I'm like, okay, we're doing love. We're going to preach about love today. Okay. I think that's a good place to end it. Thank you for listening all. Named Amen. Hallelujah. Praise love. And go out and live your life and be happy. And Merry Christmas. All right. Cue the outro music.